which, you know, again, I don't like to agree with the black devil, but you know, she has a point and she was so innocent. Why would she get so mad? Well, hello everybody. And welcome to our Real Housewives of Atlanta, Bravo blogs read to you by John and kind of sort of me, Eric, in this intro from yourrealityrecaps.com. Now, for those of you that don't know, basically what we're doing is recapping the week in Atlanta and reading you the Bravo blogs that the ladies write each week over on Bravo's website. Cause I don't like to read, I like to be read to. So we figured you would too. Now, if you guys wanna help support this show, do us a favor, subscribe to this podcast in iTunes, leave us a five-star rating and a nice review. It really helps support our shows. And if you wanna see all of our podcasts in audio or video form, head over to yourrealityrecaps.com slash podcast to see all that we offer. Of course, you can also listen to this podcast and see all of our Bravo content, blogs, and comedic recap shows over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash bravo. And if you're listening to this on our website, make sure you guys comment below. We love to interact with you, hear what you guys think, and get your feedback on what you want us to do more or even less of. And hey, since you're here anyway, tis the season to do your holiday shopping on Amazon. Just click on the banner in the sidebar of our website. It brings you right to Amazon. You guys don't pay any more and they give us a little bit back. It's another great way to help support our shows. And look, we know you guys are like, how do we interact with you right now? Well, it's easy over on Twitter. Just follow us at Reality Recaps for me, Eric, and at Comedy Jonah for John, because we love interacting with you guys during the shows. We're always live tweeting them in real time and getting your feedback back and then I'm being really sarcastic and John is like, I love this part. But you guys know the deal. And look, you also know all of the links to everything that I mentioned here can be found over on our website on the post for this podcast. So get to our Twitter, get any of our content over at yourrealityrecaps.com. But we need to get to what you guys are really here to hear about and that's what's going down in Atlanta this week. So take it away, John. (laughs) Thank you so much, Eric. Hey guys, John Richard here catching up with Real Housewives of Atlanta episode 14 and 15. Now I didn't do 14 um, a few weeks ago because the ladies just don't post their blogs. Come on Atlanta girls. But they did this week. I kind of waited a little longer but we are going to get to all of that. So let's kind of recap episode 14 called Hello Mr. Chocolate. It's when Apollo shares some some shocking information about Phaedra to Peter, which is the texts that he's showing them about how Phaedra is supposedly seen, allegedly seen Mr. Chocolate, another um, African prince. There seems to be a ton of Af- African princes going to Atlanta. Maybe I should <laughs> go to Savannah because I love Savannah. Um, Todd and Candy's issues about stuff in the bedroom, blah, blah, who cares? Um, Claudia, uh, Grows frustrated over Porsche's attitude at work while Kenya begins casting her TV show. Apollo confronts Phaedra face to face um, one final time. So that was kind of freaky when we saw Apollo come home and kind of get in an argument with Phaedra. And he's made all of these threats, allegedly. I don't know. I think it's really convenient, again, to just kind of document all of this on there. You know, it's kind of like how the authorities went through all allegedly went through all the footage for Housewives of New Jersey for Teresa Judice and Joe and to prosecute them and their spending habits and everything. 
don't you think maybe the courts may, might do this too? And how convenient that a lawyer thought to do this. I don't know. I'm just saying. Um, don't hate me because I'm super gay and smart. All right. Episode 15, which aired just this last week, is Chocolate Does a Body Good. Apollo's finally in prison. Yay. Peter returns or Phaedra returns home and begins adjusting to her new life without Apollo. And we see her getting kind of the cleansing from the couple, the the Jesus couple or whatever you want to call them. And so the house is cleansed. A big part, I think, of this episode was, you know, when Cynthia and Claudia and, and Kenya take a little time to do a little wine tasting. Uh, Cynthia lets the girls know and Kenya flips out. I mean, she does a sitcom style performance. I mean, she's upset. She's upset because Phaedra's called her a whore all of the, all this for so many episodes, whatever you want to call it. And now allegedly she's doing the same thing that she accused Kenya of doing. And we see Kenya start crying and freaking out you know, hmm, I didn't see her cry or do anything like that on Celebrity Apprentice when she stole Vivica Fox's phone. Girl, I know you did. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> and this episode also goes into when all the ladies gather for dinner to reconnect. Tempers flare as Cynthia and Kenya confront Phaedra about the illegitimate Texas. And we see Phaedra get up to almost hit Kenya, which, you know... Again, I don't like to agree with the black devil, but, you know, she has a point and she was so innocent. Why would she get so mad and stand up and almost swatter with her purse? I don't know. It was a really good episode. That's all I got to say. So the ladies, I'm proud of them. They've done their blogs this week. So let's jump right in. All right. First up is Claudia Jordan. And the title of her blog is This Group Should Reserve Judgment. Again, the voice of reason. Um, Claudia thinks that the other wives shouldn't be willing to believe rumors. Uh, Bravo TV asks, how shocked were you when Cynthia shared the rumor about chocolate? Claudia says, well, I really didn't know what, I really didn't know Phaedra that much to comment on her personal life. But from the little bit I am privy to, I was surprised to hear about an alleged affair cons considering the extreme criticism that Kenya got. At the end of the day, only two people know what really did or didn't happen, and I would love for this group to reserve judgment on anyone, on everyone, until there is confirmation. But I think that the precedent had been set a long time ago, so that was open. So that has opened the door to where we are now. I think it's easy. To believe something negative about someone in this group because in the past it's been shown that it takes very little actual evidence or proof for someone to jump onto the bandwagon. Hopefully we can get to a place where we can um, afford each other the same benefit of the doubt that we may have one that we may have one day give us. At the end of the day, there should be a protocol that we all follow that should be applied to everyone until I, as, until I suspect we may continue to have a problem. Um, I am 
I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. Perhaps a lot of the drama in this group is because there are so many unresolved issues and that combined with all the double standards in place is a sure fire recipe for disaster. I still have hope though. Again, not to have everyone be besties, but just being able to coexist in the same space would be a major accomplishment with these ladies. Bravo TV asks, what were you thinking when Phaedra blew up at Kenya? Claudia says, I thought it was silly and out of character, but I was glad that Phaedra had enough good sense to not actually hit Kenya. Well, that's good. <laughs> we didn't need another physical altercation in this group. And notice how all the physical altercations have something to do with Kenya. Hmm. Really, Andy Cohen? Hmm. Um... Again, we were all supposed to be mature ladies. So with this being said, I think a, I think the majority of us have a pretty good grasp of the English language and should be able to talk anything out without resorting to violence. Hitting each other in is so low class, childish and ignorant behavior. And I'm so glad that Phaedra didn't um, really go there. All right. Bravo TV asks, were you surprised that Phaedra walked out? Claudia says, although this was has nothing to do with me, I'm around these ladies and witness to all the shenanigans. But from what I've gathered, I wasn't surprised that Phaedra walked out. That seems to be a reoccurring theme in this group when things get uncomfortable. But at the same time, I'm glad to I'm glad she did. If you ever feel the urge to put your hands on someone, you sh you are done talking. And I think the best thing to do is excuse yourself and leave the situation without adding any more inflammatory language to the mix. I would like to say that a lot of these issues in this group, of course, started way before I came around. But being here and seeing things with my own eyes has definitely been enlightening. It tends to be confusing as to what is acceptable and unacceptable behavior in this group because there are clearly double standards. So in some cases, it seems like it's okay to bring up sensitive information in front of this entire group. Then in other cases, it's not okay. Seems like it all depends on whom it's about. In a perfect world, I wouldn't expect for us not to spill tea. I mean, that's what we do. But if folks expect to be pulled aside to be asked about a rumor or some tea then I would hope they would abide by the same rule and extend the same courtesy. That's all. Because the way it is now is causing so much confusion and as long as there is confusion and unfairness there is going to be conflict. I've never been around so many arguments, so much shadiness, uh, mudslinging in my life, especially not since I graduated high school back in the 90s. Maybe there is a way we can get can get us past, get us to a place where we can coexist peacefully. Hey, a girl can dream, can't she? Again, I want to thank all the viewers that tune in weekly for The Real Housewives of Atlanta. I just returned from Charlotte, North Carolina, where I'm making a few appearances at the... the CIAA and love and support I got from hundreds of people that wanted to take pictures and walk and talk about the show. It was amazing. So many people told me that they love what I'm bringing to Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I just wanted to say thank you to them 
um, the way for reading this. The show is loved by so many, and I feel that we have a responsibility to entertain and and hopefully inspire. We've got a lot of this season left, and I hope that the fans will be happy with how everything turns out. Love you guys. Oh my gosh. So yeah, Claudia is the voice of reason. She's absolutely right. Doubled standards, blah, blah, blah. But that's why we watch it. So we always need someone with a level head, and I'm glad you're the person on the season. All right, next up is, <coughs> excuse me, is Candy's blog, and it's titled Candy Burris, and it's ti it's titled Tired of the Drama. God, I, just, I'm talking like Candy, where you can barely understand her. Um, Candy Burris shares her perspective on the confrontation between Kenya Moore and Phaedra. Bravo TV asks, "Where were you surprised Todd was so bothered by your bonnet?" Oh, for when she went to bed. Oh God. Candy Burris says, "No, it wasn't. I wasn't surprised. He's always talking crap about my bonnet. That's nothing new. We're coming into a compromise about the bonnet. It. I'll just put it out. I'll just put it on after he's asleep." And that's the thing. I don't understand it. And they talked about it on Saturday, on Saturday Night Live. I wish they did. On Watch What Happens Live. And, you know, and I've, I've even known that for a year, too. It's like, you know, black women have to wrap their hair so it kind of stays straight and stuff. It's all part of keeping your hair maintained. Come on, Todd. You've known that. I know that. And I'm white-ish. Reddish. Greenish. I don't know. All right, Bravo TV asks, what was going through your mind during Phaedra, during the Phaedra and Kenya drama? Candy says, honestly, I'm just over it. Every time we all get together, there has to be some lame ass tea spilled or I'm, and I'm just tired of it. Seeing Phaedra jump up was shocking, but clearly she wasn't really going to hit Kenya and Kenya definitely wasn't going to do anything. What tipped what tripped me out was hearing Portia and Phaedra make me out to be the enemy because I left the table two seconds later than I did. That that just felt like they said, hey, we're going to put Candy in the middle of this drama some sort of way. Well, if Phaedra is really going to play this whole Candy's not my friend because she didn't jump into my argument and run out of the room faster than me, then... Okay, so be it. That's Candy's blog. Always learning a lot of stuff with Candy. Not. All right, next blog up is Cynthia Bailey's, and it's titled Team Double Standard. Cynthia Bailey explains why she wanted to let Phaedra Parks know what her husband had said about chocolate. Bravo TV asks, were you surprised by Kenya's emotional reaction to the chocolate accusations? Cynthia says, of course, I was not surprised. I think she responded the way anyone would after having their character publicly assassinated for two years over similar accusations. I had Phaedra marked my life by broadcasting worldwide horror campaign with no real facts, at least not from the credible, not from a credible source without an apology, even after she, uh, even after her clean man came clean. I would have been quite emotional as well. I passed this information along to Kenya because I was naturally empathetic to the hurt and pain she must have gone through as the result of these vicious claims. 
I thought that she, <clears throat> I thought that is was only fair that Kenya knew her ac- accuser's character has now been called into question. Irony is by the same source. I think it's funny to hear, you know, character when you hear the word the name Kenya. You know, I think we'd be a lot more empathetic to Kenya if she was actually a nice person. <laughs> but since she's not, it's like, eh. to me, it's a wash. Um, Bravo TV asks, what is going through your mind when Kenya confronted Phaedra? Kenya didn't confront Phaedra. Cynthia says, Kenya didn't confront Phaedra. She sat there quietly until Phaedra brought her name up in a conversation. Bravo TV asks, did Phaedra's reaction shock you? Cynthia says, yes, it was very shocking to watch her stand up and lift her purse in in a threatening way. Had the shoe been on the other foot, or in this case, the other purse, in the other hand, Team Double Standard would have claimed that Phaedra was provoked, attacked, and of course, let's not forget, blindsided. Um, Bravo TV asks, why did you feel the need to tell Phaedra that her husband told Peter? If Peter told Apollo that I was cheating on him and Apollo told Phaedra, I would want to know. Although we were not besties, I would still want to know. Being privy to this, to the sensitive and uncomfortable information was reflected in my delivery. My intentions were to make Phaedra aware of what her husband uh, told Peter. And it was not done by any judgment or malice. It was, it has been pretty clear from Phaedra's own mouth that she is over Apollo. Therefore, I do not regret telling her amongst our friends. That's how we typically share information. And was actually surprised by her reaction. Is this the same lady that told Candy that she would, she would lighten up her husband with a 357 and use her own services to embalm him. Now that was funny. First of all, I love Phaedra's one-liners. I love her, love her, love her. Again, I agree with Cynthia. This is how the ladies share information. And you know what? If they, you know, Apollo told her, uh, Cynthia's husband, Peter, her spouse. Yeah. She's got the information she can do with what she wants with it. And I don't think Cynthia was out of line at all. Huh? There you go. All right, next blog up is Nene Leaks, and it's titled, A Felt Phaedra's Pain. Mm-hmm, yeah. You are quite the actress these days, Nene. Nene explains why she had been reaching out to Phaedra Parks. Nene says, I've all, it's always amazes me how these ladies like to point fingers. Because you don't, yeah. Double standard. It's <laughs> always somebody else's fault, rather than admitting, yeah, I was wrong, or maybe, or... Maybe I shouldn't have said that at that time. Or maybe I wasn't there. I wasn't there for her because I had my own problems going on. It's always easy to point the finger at at your girl. Well, your girl, our girl points fingers at everyone else too. Okay, Nene? Come on. We watch the show. Um, At your girl, Nene, and hope that no one else will show their true colors. Let's be clear about a few things. Phaedra and I are not are not close. We're not BFFs. One of the greatest things about Nene Leaks is that I have a heart. Phaedra is a woman and a woman and woman to woman I felt her pain. Hell. 
I had been there before. It doesn't matter what it looks like on the street. You never know what a woman is going through behind closed doors. And I could clearly see Phaedra was going through something and she was in pain. She's a mom with two young boys and and all I saw was myself. So I had to reach out. I wanted to give her a chance on how to get through during these tough times like these. Sometimes you just need someone to talk to, someone to cry to. It's always during times like these when you get to see the true colors of those that call themselves your friend. You know, and good for you, Nini. We love hearing that side of you. We love the sassiness. We love the side. But you know what? You can't sit there and talk about people pointing fingers when you do it yourself. Nini continues with, when the info was brought up about Phaedra cheating, about the Phaedra cheating rumor from Miss I Don't Have a Storyline, oh, the first thought I came to mind was something my aunt told me last year after the reunion show, she said, Nini, you might be hurting now and you may have fooled some people for the moment, but the truth will surface. You sit back, be quiet. Her true colors will show up. People will see her for who she is. You guys saw with your own eyes what Team Petty does week after week. So speak on it. Blow their ass up. Um, there, this is where I burst into my fake tears because I have been called a whore and I'm an innocent hashtag girl by hashtag. We see you. Me, you are, the, you are the poster child for double standards, but we love you. We still love you because you do it in a very funny way. All right. Next blog up is Kenya Moore and it's titled I felt vindicated yet again. Oh, and, and here we go with another double standard. I swear, I, I can't figure out why Nene and her don't get along. Hashtag double standards. Um, Kenya Moore weighs in on, in on the dramatic confrontation with Phaedra Parks. Kenya says, moving on, I've moved on and forgave Phaedra for all of those lies she single-handedly fabricated about me. Well, I hope she's forgiven you for all the crap you've said about everyone else. Um, when Cynthia told me Apollo's latest findings, I didn't doubt it. And as I have experienced, um, as I have experienced, let me focus here. I just want to start laughing. When Cynthia told me Apollo's latest findings, I didn't doubt it as I have the experience what she is capable of firsthand. My emotional reaction was based on anger, not pain. I thought for the nerve of her, she went on a slut shaming or calling campaign without any proof. And now that Apollo caught her with sticky fingers dipped in chocolate, I felt vindicated yet again. I didn't care about her relationship or how many men Phaedra chooses to sleep with. That is her cross to bear. Yeah, let's, um, this is what I love about the whole situation is, you know, Apollo lied about Kenya. Everybody went on the whore campaign about Kenya. And Kenya made it easy by all the crap that she did to the other women. So then Apollo, we find out he lies, right? And this is our source of the information, he lies. He lied in the reunion like this. So now this whole new thing is, again, Apollo, 
showing us texts, which is easy to fabricate and easy to put somebody's name in your iPhone and, and write a few texts and you see their name because there's no other Phaedra in the world. It's only her. And fabricate these texts, you know, because he's a real truth and source of truth, right? Not. And then Kenya just... And one aspect was, yeah, he's a liar. And now he's running, yeah, he's a truth teller. I just don't get it. Anyway, I'm now going on a rampage, whatever. Kenya continues with, I arrived at dinner with an open mind and I just tried to stay focused on my, on my future and not my past with these women. I have been in Brazil many times and made friendly talk to the waiter and was accused of flirting. I'm not above being nice to a waiter. The thing with the tap water that Portia said is pretty funny. And even if I was flirting, which I wasn't, there was nothing wrong with a good man making an honest living. I wasn't raised to only give my attention to married men that can buy me, that can buy my affections. When Cynthia reluctantly brought up the Apollo accusations, I kept quiet to those who say I'm in Phaedra's business or marriage Let's get one thing straight. Phaedra brought my name into the conversation by saying the text messages from Kenya and that supposedly didn't happen either. In an effect, still calling me a whore and a liar. Of course, I had the right to respond in kind. Classic Phaedra diverted attention from the real issue and lie on someone else, namely me. She tried it. Apollo and Phaedra are both liars. Facts are indisputable. However, we are not talking about a rumor about an accusation. Whether you choose to believe it or not, it comes down to the facts whereby Apollo presented proof. Yet it's okay to believe him when he lied about me. Remember the lie. Remember a lie is a lie. Don't believe him about chocolate and the proof he presented. In fact, Phaedra to this day, is still trying to get the public to believe there was an affair. Um, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Another thing that doesn't make any sense is I love how when she writes, like you can tell it's almost like she's, and I'm putting my hand above my thing, like time out. Like time out, I'm going to tell the truth. This is how it really is supposed to be. But yet you can do all kinds of crap, say all these horrible things about people, do what you did in Cynthia's fashion show, your first season on The Housewives, still Vivica Fox's phone on Celebrity Apprentice recently. Come on. It's like when it's, you're only doing that when it's convenient for you, Kenya. Uh, Kenya wraps up her blog with, but the truth will always come out. Phaedra claimed she doesn't, she, she wasn't called a head doctor in high school even though it was her new best friend who stated oh and I didn't and I didn't chuck and I didn't chuck also May Phaedra was a jump off I don't uh, she also lied about the phone call with Cynthia until Cynthia presented hard evidence and let's not forget when she lied about her due date to everyone the timeline doesn't lie Phaedra has so many skeletons in her closet and they are not from the dead people she embalms. She says, um, my real obsession, my real obsession with my life and all the amazing things that are happening. Hashtag that is all, you know, 
Again, I think Kenya does the whole time out. This is the, the I'm going to tell the truth now. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is the truth. You, you, who cares if Phaedra's months are a few are a few months off? Who cares? You know, I mean, she's very religious and Christian. And yeah, you really kind of want to be married. I get it in the Christianity before you're pregnant and have a baby. And I get all of that stuff. And I get where your due date can be a little blurred. And I get the fact that, you know, she denied the phone call when Cynthia had literally heard her say the F word about her on on a recording, whatever. This is a little different, okay? And Kenya, you are no angel. Mm. All right, last blog up is Miss Fader Parks herself, and it's titled, I Was Disappointed with Cynthia. Fader Parks weighs in on the Cynthia Bailey classless behavior. Bravo TV asks, why did you decide to perform an exorcism at your house? Do you think it helped? Phaedra says, I was raised in a church, both my parents and my pastors. Both my parents are pastors, along with the, along with eight of my uncles. I believe in spirits and energy. The energy in my home was noticeably different, so I wanted my apostle to bless and a bless and Terry in our home in an effort to bring a renewed and positive energy into our house. Regardless of whether or not you believe doing such a thing actually works, it is a way for all of us to reset ourselves, let it let go of the negativity and move forward with our lives. I know prayer changes things and calms the atmosphere. Following um, Apostles Canada's visit we rested better and there was a spirit of peace and tranquility in our home. We have begun the next chapter of our lives and we are focused on the future. I don't, I believe it. I mean, I'm Native American. So we do the whole sage, the whole blessing, the whole burnt sage with an eagle feather and just cleansing our homes with all the negativity. I get it. And I think it's good. Good. Even if it's not true, what it does for you and your body and your soul and your mind. Good for you, Phaedra. Bravo TV asks, you and Nini have grown a lot closer. How did, that, how, did, how did that become about? Phaedra says, I consider Nini a good friend. We have not always been on the same page. However, we found a common ground of being like-minded, successful entrepreneurs and women of sons. When I needed a friend the most, she was there and I will always remember that. It was easy to find friends when life it is easy to find friends when life is going well, but it's the ones who are willing to support you you during storms that matter. During the months when my life was spinning out of control, Nini called me every single day to see how I was doing despite her busy schedule. She spent encouraging she sent encouraging text messages when she could not reach me. I was grateful that I had her and Portia in my corner because they helped me through some of the most difficult days. And that, you know, is great. And I'm glad to hear that because, you know, you don't want to think that these women are just all about themselves and boobs and African princesses. <laughs> so it's nice. It's nice. All right. Bravo TV asks... Um, what are you going through? Your, what was going through your head when Kenya brought up the rumor? And uh, Phaedra says, well, it actually, it was Cynthia who brought up the rumor. I was disappointed that Cynthia, a fellow wife and mother, 
would be so insensitive to repeat such an absurd notion less than 24 hours following my husband's incarceration and the drama that occurred with it. At no point have Cynthia and Peter ever reached out to check on me and my children. I was amazed that she was more interested in spreading a lie than supporting me as a woman and a newly single mother. I guess the poignant... uh, class she touts must have been on a winter break because this was the most classless thing I've ever witnessed. So she's talking about her class. As far as Kenya is concerned, I never expected much from her, but as always her obsessive interest in my life, plus her extreme actions and emotional state further collaborate with the affair between her and Apollo. So she's saying they're still an affair. Saying, uh, good grief. Who cares, girl? I love your one-liners. All right, guys, those are the vlogs for this week's Atlanta. All the girls did them finally. Yay. We're all caught up. Again, uh, the ladies have told us there's a lot more to this season. So I'm super excited. We a lot's going on with Beverly Hills. I hope you're checking out our audio blogs there on our iTunes channel or on our website at yourrealityrecaps.com slash bravo where you see everything we do as far as bravo. Also, too, Tea Time with John and Glammy is coming back. Go to our website and find that out. Let me know how you like our content at by tweeting me at Comedy Jonah. Um... If you're on our iTunes page, give us five stars. We love bringing you this content. And while you're there, write us a fabulous review because we're fabulous. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not over, John. You guys don't go anywhere. Because as you guys know, over on our Bravo webpage, yourrealityrecaps.com slash Bravo, we are reading audio blogs for other Bravo TV shows, and we even do written recaps as well. Now, we also cover a ton of reality TV shows, from Big Brother to Survivor, Amazing Race, Bachelor, Bachelorette, The Kardashians, MTV shows, I mean, so many at any point we are covering 15 to 20 shows via blogs or podcasts or our most favorite are live shows where we bring on your favorite reality TV stars and you get to ask them questions in real time. So check out all of our content over at yourrealityrecaps.com. And of course, if you want to help support our shows, do us a favor, subscribe to this podcast in iTunes or any of them. We have about 15 to 20 different versions there. If you want them as a single show, you can do that. If you want our entire feed, we have everything as one. You can get them in audio only or video only. And of course, you can give us a five-star rating and nice review because you love us. And you can also share all of our content over on social media. Get your friends hooked. Tell them how much you love our stuff and make sure you're following us on social media because we're on like every single website. So until next week, you got some Amazon shopping to do with that link in the sidebar. We will see you guys all soon. Bye for now, everybody.